Hey everyone, it's Yasmin Sheikha back for another episode of the She Speaks Diversity podcast series. I'm here today with Emily from Overdressed. Hey Emily, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your brand. Yeah, so um, I created Overdressed Chicago because I graduated from Columbia College Chicago. Um, I focused in fashion business and received my bachelor's within that. And so I wanted to expand in the fashion industry as much as I could so I worked every job imaginable and so I went straight into marketing with uh, Style Chicago. I then went into visual merchandising. Um, I was working with Akira for a couple years. I was running for their locations Um, and what a visual merchandiser does is sets the tone of the store. Most stores go based on a planogram. I was walking into their stores, understanding who their customer was based on that location, um, and then setting the tone to maximize sales. And so from there, I um, went into operations, and I realized that something was missing. I wanted to create my own brand, start something new, and take all of the knowledge that I gained within the industry and start my own line. When did Overdress start? When did you first launch Overdress? So I had the idea while I was in college, but I didn't launch it until my husband pushed me to launch it because I was constantly talking about it with my friends and family, but I was always afraid. Like I had this fear of failing, and I think that, you know, pushed me away from throwing it out there and putting it out there. Um, and so I launched it maybe a year and a half after talking about it um, for three years, maybe. Um, So in September of 2016 is when I actually launched Overdress Chicago. Yeah. Um, I created a t-shirt line because I wanted an essential that everybody owns. And the name Overdress came from the idea of um, being overdressed in a t-shirt. It's a conversation piece. It is... um, something that is ironic you're in a t-shirt and you're overdressed it's, it represents who I am because I was always the girl that always was overdressed and loved to dress up for parties and all of that so I took that concept and kind of rolled with it mm-hmm. it actually came from a school project where I had to build a business plan so I took that idea built this whole proposal on it and then I grew my business from there I started as a hobby I had no intention of it, you know, becoming what it is today. I kind of just put it out there, and one day one of the um, girls from Akira was wearing my tees, and the um, regional manager saw it. She kind of reached out to me and was like, send me the link. From there, I had a buyer um, contact me and say, hey, we want to put it in Akira in Orland, but you will be in charge of the um, actual brand you'll be in charge of you know the product in the store we will have a separate entity for that you have full control over what's going in and out so if anything happens it's basically on you and so I was like okay cool oh my god I'm putting my product in the store and so um, the next day I guess they had a change of heart and they were like you know what we're having a fashion show 
let's test it in Orland. We're going to put your product in our fashion show. Um, we're going to market this, and you can have, um, you know, as many teas as you want in the show. And so I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. What mm. a huge opportunity. So um, I had three of my T-shirts in the, sh- in the show, and um, we actually had a whole display set up in their store. Yeah, I remember um, when you guys did the fashion show. I remember seeing it on Instagram. I think Sabrina was in it. Yeah. My sister was in it. <laughs> yeah. So I remember um, seeing it. I didn't go to it, but I remember seeing it and everybody was like, wow, like her shirts are so nice. And I was like, oh, I really like those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we um, ended up selling out that day. Mm-hmm. They did a new purchase order within that next day. Um, from there, I sold out within two weeks. Um then I had the owners contacting me and were like, we need to put your product in all of our stores. And so from there, it kind of just grew really fast. Um, so I ended up being in Akira in local boutiques and then doing direct to consumer on my um, actual website. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So, like, what prompted you to want to get into, like, the fashion industry? So um, I always knew I wanted to go into fashion. I think that just growing up and um, watching people like Rachel Zoe and um, even taking classes at Andrew High School. (laughs) I mean, it goes back to like my mentor in high school. Um, She taught me all about what the fashion industry had to offer. And it was just something that always appealed to me. as you know, time went on, I was like, this is definitely where I'm going. And then that's when I went into Columbia and I really fell in love with it. Like fashion is everything to me. What's the hardest part about building a brand? So I think the, the hardest part and my biggest fear was failure. Um, I think that's something that all entrepreneurs in general, um, you know, don't want to happen. But I kind of realized halfway through, like if I failed, at least I would learn from it. Um, the hardest thing was balancing um, my full-time position and then having this so-called hobby on the side, um, plus a social life and all of that in between. Mm-hmm. And so building this brand um, and having what I thought was the experience that I needed was like not even half of it because when I started, I was like, oh, my God, if I knew what I knew now, <laughs> what I know now. Um, but, yeah, definitely just understanding everything inside and out but um building on that and um hopefully becoming a success so yeah so did you have a moment possibly like when you were younger that really struck you and said like I want to be like a fashion designer I want to have like my own clothing line one day um I I don't think I ever had a moment that I was like oh my god I'm I need to do this it was just kind of like I came from a family of entrepreneurs and so um learning the business side of the fashion industry was just something that I took in and I was like all right this is definitely going to be my time as I was going through all these opportunities and these jobs I realized okay if I can do it within these businesses why can't I do it on my own and so that was kind of like my aha moment and I was like let me just try it and see what happens what's the worst that's going to happen so that's kind of how it, yeah. So are you, like, the first of your friend group or maybe, like, your family to do something a little bit out of the ordinary, such as fashion? Because, you know, like, in our culture, like, it's kind of a little out of the ordinary for, like, women to do things other than, like, being a nurse or a teacher, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, 
thankfully I have parents that are super supportive. They always supported me um, from day one. I didn't feel like I was an outcast in this industry until I started, you know, getting those doubtful um, comments and those people that kind of threw it at me like, you're in fashion, so what are you going to do, work in retail? And it was way more than that. And so um, there were times where I I started questioning, like, where am I going to go with this? What am I going to do? But then you kind of, like, let those things go and just um, strive off of them. Mm -hmm. Um, There was never one person that, like, stopped me from doing it. But um, I definitely grew up in a sane environment that never put that into my head, if that makes sense. So Yeah. So, like, what advice might you give to girls that are thinking about going into fashion or girls that are thinking about doing something that's a little bit out of the ordinary for, like, their upbringing? Yeah. So um, I tell everybody, whether you're Muslim or non-Muslim or just being questioned about whatever field you're going into, is work hard at it and show everyone that you can do it no matter what strive for everything that you've ever wanted and you will become a success mm-hmm. so what's to come next <laughs> from overdressed so um i've been dabbling a little bit into the accessories um, market right now and so hopefully i can get on to more designs and um, get into more stores um, I started building this company, but now I'm interested in building a brand. And so now, you know, building off of over to Chicago, whether that means personal styling or, um, you know, doing something within my field, but still um, keeping it under my business. What message do you want Overdressed to project? an interesting question um my design aesthetic is monochromatic I keep everything basic and black and white and I think that is how um life should be you know um we live in this colorful world but um I want things to be straightforward um and that's kind of the message I put out there I'm having fun overdressed again is a conversation piece you look at someone wearing it and you're like "Hmm, that's kind of funny they're overdressed and they're in a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or whatever it might be um that's the tone I want to set and when we started this interview you mentioned that you'd want to just be Emily can you go into a little bit as to why (laughs) yes so um I sign all of my cards every time I send out an order um I like to kind of give my little touch to it um I sign my cards Emily J J is my middle name GDT actually is uh, my grandma's name and so that is my middle name um I come from a family of entrepreneurs, like I said. My father is one of the Zied brothers, and so I didn't want people to think about me as one of the Zied's daughters that, you know, had her father help her. I saved up all of my money. I did everything on my own. Of course, with the push from my family, the support of my husband and my sister, my mom, um, I wanted to keep it straightforward and not have people think that that is an extension of their brand. I wanted to become my own person. So Emily J is just, um, it's, it's overdressed and I signed Emily J and that's, 
it's just what it is yeah that's awesome and you know what that brings me back to like the blog itself yeah. you know this blog is to showcase women who are doing things out of the ordinary yeah. who are like strong independent women yeah. that are making ways for themselves they're paving ways for themselves and that's right. exactly what you did yeah what was the creative process behind your very first piece so um um the original tee that I had was, it's called the logo tee, and it just says overdressed. Um, I love that people identify others within fonts, and that's kind of how I built my brand. Um, I wanted my own font, um, and so I wanted it straightforward. I wanted it to look similar to like a Vogue style, um, and so I put it on a simple white tee overdressed with a box around it again very simplistic monochromatic um basically how i am um and then the fun part about my tees and you know the simplicity of them is that you can design them and um you know dress them in the way that you want so you can accessorize it with a blazer or you can accessorize it with you know um anything on top or under however you would like to do it so keeping within that simple piece and then adding those layers to it is kind of like the customer's fun way of putting their own self-identity into it yes so you being a fashion businesswoman, yeah if you could dress any celebrity in your clothes who would you want oh my gosh that's an am- awesome question I hate to sound generic and people are probably gonna hate me for this but like the Kardashians um I know don't kill me people but um I feel like in all honesty like Kim is paving the way for um you know fashion today her and honestly Kanye because anything that they put out there I feel like that's what's going up on the shelves the next day um and unfortunately we're getting it in a fast fashion you know market but I would love to like see one of the Kardashians in my stuff (laughs) hey if you dream it it can happen I know if all the people it would definitely be one of them (laughs) are there any celebrities that like you look up to their fashion other than the Kardashians I think that um Rachel Zoe, and this might sound generic too, um, I used to watch her on the Rachel Zoe Project. She, like, inspired me to um, go into fashion and really enjoy it because it wasn't just seeing this glamorous, you know, lifestyle. It was, like, the hard work that people put into it. And I don't think people realize how much work really does go into the industry. They think it's just all fun and games, and it really isn't. It's all every job that I've ever worked um, from styling, visual, like it's hard, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. So um, definitely Rachel Zoe is one of them. So So do you think that for what's to come next, say like your next piece, because I did see that you did just release a blazer. Yes. Which Um, is really cute, by the way. I really like it. And that's also like, you know, um, it's geared towards like a modest person but like you know your everyday um customer can wear it too but yeah I just launched the cape blazer which is so fun I wanted to add an accessory to my tees and so I figured what better way of you know introducing another product um than it to be another you know additive to the garment Mm -hmm. what goes into launching a product 
oh man, a lot goes into it. So all of my teas, I custom design. Um, I work through a manufacturer. We go through a graphic designer to put up the prints. Um, I go through maybe five test runs before it actually gets launched. When I initially came up with the tees, you think a cotton t-shirt is just a cotton t-shirt, but I was going through viscose and cotton and trying to find the right blend to where I would like it. Um, And so uh, a lot goes into production. With the Cape Blazer, I manufactured that. So it's not like I custom designed it. I just got it through a manufacturer, and that is going through Los Angeles buyers and trying to figure out the right... Um, texture and the right fit and the right style that I like so it does take a good amount of time and I think I took a little time off because you know um, life happens and I was moving and so it was a great way to kind of have a little comeback so Mm -hmm. yeah is there a specific store that you'd love to see your clothes in I would love to see my line in Nordstrom um I think because I studied the company, um, it's somewhere where I like to shop. I think adding high-low fashion, meaning I love to have, like, simple pieces that could be from, you know, H&M or Forever 21, and pairing it with something that's, like, a designer piece from Nordstrom would be, you know, a perfect match. So having my T-shirts that are at a, um affordable price paired with, you know, something designer is just fitting for me. So I would love to see it there right and emily is a very fashionista type of person (laughs) she has like a really cute um like cheetah print coat on she's wearing all black i i loved cheetah print when i was younger i can't wear it anymore because i just it it doesn't look right on me anymore but it looks like awesome on you like i think it has to be the right um cheetah or leopard print because Mm -hmm. you know and cheetah's making a big comeback from you know the zebra and cheetah days back in when we used to wear it but um having that just classic piece you know this this winter coat stuck with me for two years so a lot of times when I'm actually posting pictures of myself which I rarely do I'm always in this (laughs) I like it thank you you look good (laughs) thanks yeah so what can you tell us about overdressed that you've never told anybody before oh that's an interesting question. I'm, I'm a pretty open book. I think that um, what you see is what you get. Um, but I think that people, again, don't realize how hard it actually is to build a brand um, and what goes into it. And so for me, it's like having that support around me. Like my best friend is my photographer and my mom and sister are like putting my hang tags on. Um, so meanwhile, people think that, you know, I have this big factory that they're coming out of no I'm doing everything out of my house and then um, lucky for me might have a manufacturer in Schaumburg that I work with so um, just the background details that go into it is maybe something that people don't really necessarily know too much about but um, yeah probably a hidden secret but (laughs) so you said that you like you do a lot of things in your house you know do you have like a designated spot in your house that you yeah so um I just moved, but um, I have an office in my house, and it's very overdress-inspired. I have, um, I would say, like, my logo is the font that I have, but aside from that, it's the black and white stripe. And so um, my office has black and white stripes, and, um, you know, it's a very clean cut, and I have Chicago pillows and um, acrylic chairs. So when you are in my office, you feel like you're in, like, my little retail spot. So how does your family play 
a factor in your business? So um, my family is super supportive. Um, My mother was the one who taught us how to, you know, dress to impress. If you're visually appealing, um, you feel good, you look good, your attitude is different. So she kind of instilled that from a young age. Um, My dad has always been like a team player, and he's always been super supportive of everything. Like he was the guy that's like, my daughter's in the fashion industry and was like proud of it. Um, Where probably a typical like I to be father would be like, you know, my daughter should have been a doctor, a lawyer. Um, But my mom, you know, was the person sewing on my tags. Um, My sister packing, you know, all of my deliveries for me. Um, My husband doing all the finances. My best friend taking all the photos for me. So I have, like, a super supportive group around me. Um, Just the support I got from, like, the fashion show. All of my cousins who came out, my family, my friends. Like, it just means so much when you have so many great people around you that support you it Mm -hmm. makes you push and strive for the best and then you mentioned your best friend is your photographer you want to give her a little shout out (laughs) (laughs) yes my best friend um yusra is my photographer you can follow her um her photography name is high key photography so um she's amazing her design aesthetic is like on point she knows exactly what I like and what I don't like so it's great to have someone who like balances you and is like no we have to do it this way or you know this will look better because she has that eye and that um that like magic touch to everything that I put out there Mm. and so where can people buy your clothes so I do direct to consumer on my website overdresschicago.com you can find everything on there Um, I like for people to leave little messages if they want to package a certain way a lot of times if they're in the area I will personally deliver them to you Um, also I was selling with Biology Boutique in Acura but we're working on getting more product in there so um, right now we're direct to consumer online Mm -hmm. our final question Mm -hmm. This blog is all about diverse women and, right. you know, their upbringings and how they became the woman they are today. So yeah. what does being a diverse woman mean to you? So um, diversity to me means understanding that people come from different backgrounds, um, whether it's based on ethnicity, religion, culture. Um, we are all diverse in different ways, yet we're in the same place. And so I am a... Arab American Muslim who is um, making my way through the fashion industry and trying to be a success based on that. Okay, and so what's your website name and all your social media handles so everybody can, you know, check you out? Yeah, so um, the website is www.overdresschicago.com. My Instagram is overdresschicago. I think that's the only platform that I have. So, yeah, Twitter is at Overdress Chicago. We're working on that. So you can find me at www.overdresschicago.com. And then you can also follow me at Overdress Chicago on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. It was yeah. an honor. Yeah. So this is Yasmin Shekha from She Speaks Diversity. You can like us on Facebook at She Speaks Diversity. You can follow us on Instagram at She Speaks Diversity. This podcast is now available on Spotify and soon Apple Podcasts.